Hey there, D-Casters. You're listening to the podcast that covers all things Disney, Marvel, Pixar, and Star Wars. My name is Skylar, and I am doing this podcast without my fellow co-host, Andy. But I am lucky enough to be joined by the one, the only, Ben Hernandez, a.k.a. Ben Solo. You know him as our Disneyland reporter. Ben, what is up, brother? What's going on, man? I'm glad to do this. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. Uh, it's our first time without Andy, uh, so miss you, bro. Yeah, we do miss you. Uh, so we're gonna take the reins of this show, and hopefully, we bring out something pretty good. We'll make you proud, Andy. Yeah. So don't forget to follow the Dcast on all your favorite social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we have a Patreon page. Uh, follow us there. If you follow us there, it you know it helps other Disney fans and the Disney community find us as a podcast, as a group, as a social media page, and we love that stuff. You know what else we love more than anything, Ben? Apple reviews. Apple reviews. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So if you guys want an Apple review, if you guys send us your Apple reviews, give us that five star rating. We will shout you out on this podcast. We will read your review. We will shout you out, and we have a review from. Our good friend, I'm very actually happy to know this person that reviewed the podcast. Uh, her name is Isolina B. Uh, she gave us five stars. She said, I usually don't listen to podcasts, but I was recently recommended to this podcast and now I can't stop listening. Keeps me informed with all things Disney. Thanks for producing a great podcast. Keep up the great work, guys. Thank you, Isolina. Yeah, we love seeing these kind of reviews. You guys want your name shouted out on the podcast? Head over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review and a written review. It's the written reviews that actually help us out tremendously. Uh, we're still trying to find out with how Spotify works and how you know Google works and stuff like that. You have to be in the United States for us to shout you out. Unfortunately, that's an iTunes Apple issue, so we are very sorry. But if you do live in another country or you can't leave a review... Send us an email. Send a, uh, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. We we'd love to hear you your guys' th- thoughts on Facebook. Yeah, if you're listening on YouTube, hit us up. Uh, that way, we can get your guys's shoutouts on the Dcast. All right, so let's move on to one of my favorite segments of the Dcast. We're talking the box office rundown. So the box office was fairly predictable this week. I would say coming in at number five, coming in at number five is a movie that shouldn't shock anyone. It's kind of, you know, it needs to kind of die off making six point nine million dollars at the box office this weekend. Fifty Shades Freed Ladies. I know you are stoked to hear this. Men, I'm very sorry you were dragged out by said ladies seeing this movie. Uh, Ben, I got to ask. I did you see this movie? No, I man, most uh, frankly, I would wish I would have freed from these fifty shades. <laughs> yeah, so let's uh, let's move on from this abomination by going to Annihilation, number four, making eleven million dollars even this weekend. You saw Annihilation? I actually saw it last night. What did you actually. think? It was a very trippy movie. Um, definitely visually stimulating. Uh, it was amazing visually. Little, little too. Um, what was the thing that we talked about? Meta. Oh yeah, it was little, cerebral. Yeah, a little too cerebral for my taste. Um, I'm not a huge Natalie Portman fan, but overall, like it was, it was pretty good. Like you should check it out if you like trippy movies. If you like Ex Machina, like you might might want to check it out. Yeah, and it's Alex Garland. Alex Garland. He wrote Sunshine. He wrote Dread. He, like you said, he directed Ex Machina. So he's a really good director. Um, I haven't seen this movie. I might go out and see it, you know, in a couple weeks. But more movies are coming out that I want to see over Annihilation. So this one's tough. Coming in at number three with $12.5 million in 
its fourth, third or fourth week, this would be Peter Rabbit. Still have not seen it. It's an okay movie. I, I said this with Andy last week. It's an okay movie. It's it's nothing special. I mean, it's better than the Smurfs. Yeah, you could probably say it's better than those Garfield movies, but it's okay. It's like, Bill Murray. Like, Garfield, though. <laughs> but it's Bill Murray. All right, coming in at... <laughs> I know, I know. Coming in at number two is a movie that you and I saw together just the other night and had a great time. That's you showed me a good time, Skylar. <laughs> Wonderful. Coming in at number two is Game Night with $16.6 million, uh, something the studio probably is happy with considering what movie was number one again. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a good comedy. We had a lot of fun. Uh, Jesse Plemons stole the whole movie. Uh, nonstop laughs. Yeah, nonstop laughs. It was it was one of the better comedies in a long time. Yeah. They they really, really didn't settle for cheesy jokes or, or cheap jokes. There were, there were cheap jokes here and there. It's an adult comedy. But very well written, funny from beginning to end, a lot of twists. I enjoyed it. Yeah, so, okay, here's the here's number one. Shocker. It's, it's the biggest shocker of the week. Coming in at number one in its second... indie sec- film. Yeah, indie film. In its second week in a row, making $108 million, which is the largest second week gross for a film of all time. Uh, that's Black Panther. Uh, we talked about Black Panther last week, what we thought. I saw it a second time. I thought it was fantastic the second time. It is my personal second favorite Marvel movie to date. Um, ben, I want to know your thoughts. I loved it. I loved it. Um, I think it took the Marvel Cinematic Universe to a completely new level, um, which is unheard of because there really no, there's really no hit and misses with Marvel. It's usually hit after hit after hit. Um, so I wasn't expecting anything short of great a great film, but it just exceeded my expectations. Acting was incredible. The comedy was good, and that it was sprinkled in. It wasn't overused. It didn't kill the movie. It didn't take away from the story. Killmonger and Claw, I think, are two of the best villains that they've actually come up with in a long time. Yeah, that, that's true. I mean, we've had some good villains. Like, we had Vulture. He was good. Hella was okay. I love Hella. Um, you know. Kate Blanchett. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Claw and Killmonger were probably the best two villains we've gotten in terms of quality since Loki in the Avengers movie. Um, Black Panther's fantastic, so good for Disney. Disney's going to be super happy with this. It's going to be interesting to see where Black Panther is in a couple more weeks when A Wrinkle in Time comes out. Um, I think Black Panther will be number one again. I wonder how much it'll drop in its third week. The only big movie coming out next week is Death Wish. So we'll see. I mean, do you, do you think there's a possibility that Black Panther gets knocked out of number one? Not by Death Wish. <laughs> what about A Wrinkle in Time? Not by A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, you think it, it can last? I, I think I think so. I think so. It's a it's it's and it's gaining it's gaining more and more speed as uh, as the weeks go by. I don't think I've seen such a huge social turn for a movie ever. Yeah. I mean, Black Panther is the hot thing on social media right now. It's people want to be these characters, whether it's the Dora Milaje, T'Challa, Killmonger, Claw. People want to be these characters. They they want to embody these characters. There are people online that want Pandora to become Wakanda. Yeah. You know, it's it's insane what Black Panther has done for, you know, 
society today. It's it's nuts. And you know Marvel, Disney, they're super happy about it. You know, come maybe Comic-Con, we're going to get an announcement of a Black Panther 2. There has to be. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to see a lot more of Black Panther moving forward. We're going to get them in Avengers Infinity War. Um, so don't think seeing Wakanda is over. You know, one cool thing I, I learned, I, I read about um, online was uh, T'Chaka's flashback character, when, when the younger T'Chaka. I know where you're going with this. It's actually uh, older T'Chaka's son. Son. Yeah, which was super cool. That was pretty cool. I that thought, was actually, yeah. And he looks just like it him. It does. It does. Which, and it, it, that was a cool, one, that was one of the better scenes is with, yeah. with a young T'Chaka. So that was really cool. That's your box office rundown. Let us know what you saw this weekend. Did you enjoy any of these new features? Did you go back and watch a movie like Jumanji or a fifteen seventeen of Paris? Did you go watch Black Panther for the 90th time? Let us know in the comments or wherever you're listening. So we're going to move on to some Disney movie news. And this one was kind of interesting. Uh, Pinocchio, the live action Pinocchio that Disney is developing, Woo-hoo. found a director. And that is Paddington director Paul King. So I've seen both Paddington movies, fantastic movies. In fact, Paddington 2, one of the highest rated movies on Rotten Tomatoes of all time. Um, both are certified fresh. He is going to be the guy overseeing the Pinocchio movie. He's taking over for Sam Mendes, who dropped out back in October or November. Uh, Disney was actually eyeing Paul King for the James and the Giant Peach remake they're developing. Oh, very nice. And that was actually another project Sam Mendes was attached to before he dropped out for Pinocchio. And then Sam Mendes, what are you doing? <clears throat> he's not doing Bond. Nope. So Paul King, he's a, have you seen the Paddington movies? I have not. They're really good. I need to catch up. They're, they're really good despite them being aimed towards kids. It's actually a really good family film. They're both excellent. I think this is like the perfect director to bring Pinocchio to life. I think this is who I can see bringing this family-friendly world that we know and love to the big screen. Yeah. Now, the fan casts are like, who's going to play Pinocchio? I see a lot of Jacob Tremblay from, uh, you know, Room, not The Room. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like to see the kid that played Georgie in It. I could see that. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Maybe one of the Stranger Things kids can play Pinocchio. I don't know what age group they're going for Pinocchio. I don't know if he's going to be 8. Is he going to be 10, 12, 14? Um, the kid that... What's the kid's name that gets... Uh, the one that gets abducted in the in the, fir- in the first season of Stranger Things. Oh, um, it's not Noah Schnepp, is it? He'd be, I know who you're talking about, but he'd yeah, be really good. He'd be really good. So any other thoughts on the uh, Paul King Pinocchio? Not uh, a lot. Really not a lot to talk about considering um, this movie yeah. is so early in development. Yeah. Maybe once we get more information on who's casted, who's going to play Geppetto, you know, who's going to, you know. All, all we know is that they got a solid director, and it yeah. looks like they're going to steal him away from Warner Brothers uh, and MGM because they signed him on. They tried to sign him on to do the Willy Wonka remake. So, if Disney got him for Pinocchio, they hired a great director for... What Disney wants, Disney gets. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, so we're going to move on to one of our newer segments that I love. And we're going to do it a little differently. This is the Disneyland Report. And you're going to do it right here because you're the Disneyland Reporter. I am, I am. And you're right here. So, uh, a lot of people have been griping about the uh, walls all over the parks. 
Right. All over Disneyland, um, Main Street, uh, around uh, Walt Disney statue, covered in walls. The walls are down, people. The walls are down. You can celebrate. We can rejoice. Finally. We can rejoice. And revealing is new brickwork. Ta-da! Love new brickwork. <laughs> new brickwork. That's I think that's I was, the big get. Like, I, was, I was so excited for new brickwork. Yeah. That's that's, my, that's totally my favorite thing. Guys, Ooh. you can reschedule your 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 family trips now and enjoy the new brickwork. Oh, love brickwork. What else you got for us? Actually, some cool stuff. Um, so, uh, Disneyland uh, Aladdin's Oasis, that's behind uh, the Tiki Room in Adventureland, is going to be transformed into an actual restaurant, a themed restaurant. Um, it won't be a, your normal full service restaurant, but it will have food, um, and it's going to be themed. It's going to be jungle themed. So maybe it's kind of trying to also hype up the the for uh, the Jungle Cruise ride. Yeah. Um, and it says that you know guests will be able to rub elbows or bump elbows, whatever, with uh, the skippers, and it's going to have a very jungle like kind of marketplace theme. I, I think that's okay. Here's from from a I'm the movie guy, so from a movie standpoint, that's perfect considering they're working on the Jungle Cruise movie. So what a great way to kind of pair it with the Jungle Cruise. It needed to get rethemed, yeah. honestly. Aladdin didn't belong in that area. It didn't. So, you know, that's that's awesome to hear. No, on the other hand, I'm kind of sad because they already took away the Aladdin musical. Which was a mistake. Yeah. I will continue to say that. Yeah. And now they're getting rid of that. So pretty much the only kind of trace of Aladdin is the little Agrabah palace in uh, the storybook boat ride. No oh boy. So that's it. So I would I would like to see at some point then bring back some more Aladdin into the parks. I, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens with the live action Aladdin next yeah. year. Maybe that'll help boost the Aladdin popularity. Exactly. Also, uh, n- uh, some news about the Cove Bar. Yes. So a lot of people have been wondering about the uh, Cove Bar. And it's going to be called the Lamplight Lounge. I think that is the coolest name. Yeah. It fits Pixar. That's awesome. Go ahead. It's going to open June 23rd. And uh, the cool thing about it is that it's going to be kind of in like a gastropub type place with like faded brick. It's going to be two-story. I don't know if they're going to retheme the the part that was Ariel's Grotto. But overall, it's going to be a gastropub. And for everybody who loves the lobster nachos, they're still going to serve the lobster nachos. I just want to clarify... On a previous episode of the Decast, I said, I literally said, lobster nachos are not going anywhere. If people were nuts, like saying, rest in peace, you know, Ariel's Grotto, I'm like, are you kidding? They would never get rid of the most popular food item in that part of the park. Wouldn't, wasn't going to happen. So I'm glad you're here to report this. I'm just gonna make bracelets that say "What would Skylar do on them?" And just <laughs> let's just everybody let's let's just follow Skylar. Um, so it's gonna be renovated into like an old warehouse factory type of st- style. It's gonna be two story. Um, the steel structure elements, as well as concrete and brick walls, were exposed and repaired to tell a story of its past. So it's gonna have like a very vintage look to it. Oh wow! Yeah, so they're actually retheming it completely. Um, and I'm very excited. It's going to have a lot of concept art and quick sketches from Pixar movies. Interesting. So it's going to be pretty awesome. Kind of like 1901, I'm, I'm assuming. Super, I'm super cool with that. I can't wait to see what else uh, they do with that part. Uh, is now, there any other park news? That's pretty much it. Um, there's there's new merch. There's, new, there's always new merch. Um, there's not really much in development right now aside from that. Uh, 
But while we're still on the subject, I probably have to be one of the only people that think that the lobster nachos are overrated. I, I, I don't eat the lobster nachos, but I do support people who love the lobster yeah, nachos. Yeah, I can t- I can say I can see why they like them. Exactly. Like I don't I don't go to I'm I'm a cozy cone guy. Take me to the cozy cone, or you know, take me, you know, to the. I'm a Jolly Holiday guy. Oh yeah, Jolly I'll, Holiday. Yeah, yeah do, we did I'll, Jolly Holiday when we went to the parks together yeah, a couple I'll, of weeks ago. I'll do a, I'll do a grilled cheese and tomato basil soup any day of the week. Um, I'm super cool with that. Yeah, but th- so far that's that's pretty much it for Disneyland. Everything's kind of getting prepared for for Pixar, Pixar Pier's opening. Um, they're gonna do a soft open of the Cold Bar before it opens as uh, the Lamplight Lounge, and then it'll be closed until the June 23rd. Nice. We'll have to check it out. So if you guys are haven't seen this news, you can check out the news in the description below or on the Disney Parks website. So we do have some more Disney movie news to go over. This one, not as big as the Pinocchio news, but still kind of relevant to talk about. Sam Rockwell, Golden Globe winner, Academy Award nominated uh, actor Sam Rockwell has joined the cast of The One and Only Ivan. Uh, The One and Only Ivan uh, is based on the Catherine Applegate book of the same name. Uh, Sam Rockwell is voicing the title character of Ivan the Gorilla. He joins a cast that includes Angelina Jolie, who's voicing Stella the Elephant. Uh, The Florida Project's Brooklyn Pierce is in the movie. Uh, it's got a great cast lined up. Um, it's got Thea Barak directing, and she actually is most notable for directing Me Before You with Sam Caflin and um, your girl from Game of Thrones. Uh, Her name Amelia is Clark. Amelia Clark. Thank you. So she was famous for directing that movie. She's directing the one and only Ivan. Um, Allison Shermer, who was a producer on the movie, had passed away last month, so they kind of held off on casting. Now that, you know, they honored her and, you know, she's laid to rest, they wanted to push forward in her memory. So now they're they're gearing up for big name casting news. So Sam Rockwell is the latest. Now, here's my thing. Um, I remember last week you guys were talking about actors as being voice actors. Uh, What do you what's your take on like all these big names doing animation? You know, it it uh... because Angelina Jolie as an, an animal voicing an animal doesn't like attract me at all okay uh, so i get what people say when it comes to the top i'm cool with it because eddie murphy when he was cast as mushu he was the biggest name in hollywood at the time yeah eddie murphy was in everything and anything but now when you think of mushu for the most part you think of eddie murphy yeah when you think of the genie in aladdin you you think of robin williams but he was the big he was in everything he was mrs doubtfire good morning vietnam like robin williams was hot yeah when aladdin came out yeah he's a big name actor and then now that we're, we're talking about like oh why are they getting big names to, to you know to voice these characters but we've been doing that for years and people go well, i could never see anyone else do the genie yeah so i'm okay with it there's a lot of fantastic smaller voice actors out there like your brian holes mm-hmm. or you know y- y- tara strong who's a very famous voice actor or your skylar schuler's like when we did the when we did the car karaoke of mulan's make a man out of you you, you stop it! You stop it right now! You stop it! No, um, but but see, but my my thing is with Robin Williams and Eddie Murphy, like they do different characters as when they're playing actors, when they're just acting in a film, a real life film. So I mean, they're talented in that aspect. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm trying to get at? Yeah, it... My, my thing is, is you, you get... You're going to cast talent. You need to... If you're going to go out, go all out. Yeah. Um... Does that mean they shouldn't hire small voice actors for roles like this? No. But at the same time, you got to, the way I see it is Disney, first thing first, Disney is a business. They of are, course. They are a business and they want to attract money. And how are you going to attract money? I am a signature pass holder, so I know all about yeah. the business side of it, of Disney. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to, they're going to want, you know, Angel, that, do we want Angelina Jolie on the poster or do we want Tara Strong on the poster? And that's no disrespect to Tara Strong because she is a fantastic voice actress, but I'm putting it into perspective. Like the bigger name, the bigger draw, of course, is Angelina Jolie. Yeah. And Disney's a business. They want to attract these people. And for the most part, like Angelina Jolie's fine in the voice roles she does. I I really can't speak on this movie because I don't know what really what what direction they're taking it. Um, but you know, Sam Rockwell's a fantastic actor. So if you're gonna add him to the cast, I'm not mad. Speaking of voice casts, who would you like to see play the lady in the trap? <sighs> That's tough. You know what's funny is you know you when you look at the live action Jungle Book that came out, yeah. or the Jungle Book remake, what live action, yeah. whatever you want to call it. You know, Ben Kingsley voicing Bagheera just sounded perfect. It was perfect. His yes. voice just kind of reminded you of that classic exactly. Bagheera. He was that kind of character. Bill Murray was a great Baloo. Yeah. Idris Elba was probably the perfect Shere Khan. Yeah, agree. The Lady and the Tramp, the voices for that are so distinct. Yeah. It's hard to say, like, who do I want? Like, I would probably want, like, in all honesty, I would be if they told me tomorrow that Ryan Gosling was the cast as the Tramp, I'd be for it because he has that that moxie to him. First of all, Ryan Gosling can be, can be cast as anything. No, I know. It, <laughs> yeah, the Lady Killer. Yeah. Um, who to voice Lady? It would Emma be Stone. Someone with like a no. Someone with I'm like just, a softer, I'm, sweet voice. Like, well, like Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. <laughs> <laughs> I, softer, sweet voice. <laughs> you know, I don't. I, I don't know Rachel McAdams. I could see Rachel McAdams. You know, yeah. I she'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. They're yeah. gonna end up casting that pretty soon as well. But yeah, the one and only Ivan is. Uh, for those that don't know, it's based on the Newbery award-winning book by Catherine Applegate. You know about uh, an closed zoo with a gorilla and a couple elephants and there's human characters that want to save these animals from uh, a big corporation so it's gonna be a family-friendly film yeah of course you know i'm excited i like the cast so let's move on to some stream disney streaming service uh last week we reported all this news on what's coming to the disney streaming service well we now found out there's more content coming I think the big news coming out of this is the Muppets are getting a reboot. It's about time. They, it needs to be a theater class. It needs to be the Muppet Show. Sorry, <laughs> you just have to. The, it needs to be like the classic Muppet Show. Yeah. I, I'm actually one of the rare people that enjoyed the Muppets on ABC. Yeah, it was fun. I, it, I don't get all the hate it had, but I heard it's just it was just an expensive show to make. I didn't watch it a lot though. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch it a lot, but I, I enjoyed the comedy in it. It was more adult-driven. And if you watch the old Muppet show, a lot of that humor was adult-driven, but family-friendly. Um, <clears throat> so we'll see. I don't 
I think they're going to do some movies for the streaming service, but I think this this reboot will be the Muppet Show that everyone used to love, just updated. Uh, another piece of news is the Mighty Ducks series, which didn't have a home. It was either going to go to like ABC, ABC Family. It's perfect for the streaming service. And I had I, I had said that, yeah. and it, now it's going to the streaming service. Well, what would Skylar do? Yep. What would I do? Um, it's going to the streaming service. Um, be interesting really quick let's stay let's stay on mighty ducks because we we grew up with the mighty ducks for the most part i was a i was an honorary bash brother man like exactly. I was, yeah yeah and if you grew up and you hated any country that country was iceland no one liked iceland i'm not gonna comment on that skyler it's, yeah. it's 2018 but yeah, no 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 you were the bad <laughs> you were the bad guys in d2 the mighty ducks i will never vacation to iceland um, and I won't go to what was it Seton Hall in the third one. Mm-hmm. I won't go to Seton Hall Academy. Um, I'm too old to go to Seton Hall Academy by now. Um, no, who would you cast as the new Gordon Bombay? Because they're not bringing back Emilio Estevez, which is very disheartening. Um, Gordon Bombay, Gordon Bombay, Gordon Bombay. I mean, again, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a stone. <laughs> Rachel McAdams, Kathy Bates. <laughs> Kathy Bates is Gordon Bombay. <laughs> you know what? I would not be surprised if they. What if? What would you do if they went with the female as the coach? Female lead. Uh, you know, I'm I'm all for like changing it up with yeah. females. I I think with Coach Gordon Bombay, I think he is such a classic character to yeah. the Mighty Ducks franchise. I think you have to keep it male. Now you could do like a a person of color, Gordon, like a black Gordon Bombay or an Asian or a Hispanic. That that'd be cool. Okay. I think you got to keep it a male in this case. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if tomorrow they had they reported that Neil Patrick Harris was Gordon Bombay. Mm. I know, no, and I'm not saying he's the right fit. Yeah, but he's the type of actor that Disney would go for. Oh, and he's very versatile. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm just used to seeing him as a as more of a comedic. Yeah, well, like, to be fair, Gordon Bombay was a little comedic. Well, they're going to need to get someone that's rough around the edges but yeah. has heart. Yeah. If that makes sense. Someone that someone that can play that What age range? I would if if it were me, you were you would go from age 30 to 45. All right, let's see. I mean, I You know who would be an interesting pick? Disney would never pick him, but I'd be all for it. Is his brother Charlie Sheen? I would be for a Charlie Sheen Gordon Bombay. <laughs> no, hear me out. Two and a Half Men was one of the funniest shows on television. Sure, Charlie Sheen has a, a weird, you know, life outside of television, but that guy can play heartwarming, but one of the biggest rude, over eccentric, egotistical people out there. Like, I could see Charlie Sheen being that type of actor they go for too mm. Jeremy Renner's too big to do a TV show who else Justin Portalevitt <laughs> no no here's the thing they're not going to get a big name star for this because they're not they're not going to want to sign a contract to be on a streaming service yeah. for Disney you know they're going to want to go for a Charlie Sheen and Neil Patrick Harris for all I know, they do go after Emilio Estevez. Um, what about Edward Norton? I don't think Disney wants to work with Edward Norton. What about Matt Damon? 
about Wentworth Miller? <laughs> Wentworth Miller. Guys, guys, we're not going to score this goal. Yeah, we're not going to. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know. I. It'll be interesting to see who they cast. I, they're going to cast relatively new people for the kids, I would assume. They're not going after, like, Stranger Things kids for the... Uh, for the kids so we'll have to wait and see another thing that they're working on is remakes to the parent trap father of the bride and honey i shrunk the kids father of the bride don't mess with my classics man I, steve martin yeah they're gonna remake martin it short <sighs> i know yeah I, I'm, I'm all for a parent trap remake same they've already remade it yeah same um i think honey i shrunk the kids can work but I think Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is going to be one of those things they have to be very careful with because I think it could be so cheesy it flops. Yeah. You could do Father of the Bride. I wouldn't want it because it's such a classic comedy. Even the sequel is good, man. Sequel was just as good. Yeah. It, Father of the Bride is tough. Yeah. Like, who do you get to play the Steve Martin character? Yeah. And I, I just, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe you get Steve Martin. <laughs> yeah, Disney loves Steve Martin. They love working with him. What if they instead of a remake to to they do a a sequel and it's a, it's grandparent Steve Martin? I'd so be for it. So it takes place with you know the daughter getting married or the, the daughter having a kid. Yeah, and, the daughter having and he walks his daughter through like the whole wedding process for his granddaughter. I'd be I'd be for it. I think he's at the right age where yeah. they can do that now. Yeah. Um, They're both at the right age. Steve Martin, by the way. Who plays the daughter? Emma Stone. Who's she getting married to? Kathy Bates. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, no, no. Who's the wedding planner? Ryan Gosling. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, You know, Steve Martin, if you look at a picture of him from 1990. He looks exactly the same. The dude does not age. He doesn't. He's got like the miracle creams or the miracle juices. I don't know who's giving it to him. Oh, boy. You keep your miracle juices over there, Skylar. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. How do we segue into the next topic? So, speaking of Matt Damon... I'm just kidding. I don't know. That usually usually gets me out of a lot. Speaking of Kathy Bates. (laughs) Speaking of Kathy Bates. No. um, Yeah, so that's basically all the movie news we have today. Uh, I will promise you guys this. There's going to be a lot of news next week on the DCAST. Um, I just have this feeling it's coming. It's we hope you guys subscribe. We hope you guys. Oh, share. what about the trailer? Any news on the Aladdin trailer? Oh, there's not going to be an Aladdin trailer anytime soon. Why? No. Oh, I can talk about this, though. Uh, Christopher Robin, uh, the live action yes. Christopher Robin. Uh, a trailer was shown uh, this past week at a uh, at a Disney convention. Ooh. Uh, people were kind of wavered not to say anything in detail about the trailer we do know that the trailer was emotionally impactful to a lot of people wow um <clears throat> you get to see some scenes with Ewan McGregor Haley Atwell as far as I know they didn't get to see any of the characters you know who Tigger, it's too but, soon to release that yeah they, they didn't show any of that but they showed them as stuffed animals like in the bedroom. Okay, so that's emotional. Yeah, exactly. With the, yeah. With the Winnie the Pooh music playing and, you know, the music's being done by, uh, once again, the Shermans. Um, you know, it's... A little rumbly in your tumbly. A little rumbly in your tumbly. Um, we should get a trailer here, though, for, you know, wide release here in the next couple weeks. Okay. 
uh, I would assume in front of a wrinkle in time. The movie does come out in five months. So it, we're getting close. Yeah. Um, so they showed the Christopher Robin trailer. Uh, it, a Wrinkle in Time last night had their big screening. Uh, they're doing press for Wrinkle in Time right now. Uh, so hopefully we start to hear some news on that. You know, what reactions and some thoughts are. Uh, but they look like they're having a blast promoting a Wrinkle in Time. Uh, they were at Disneyland recently. The whole they cast. were, yeah. Uh, yeah, Oprah, I believe, yes. Kalen, Two Reese days ago? Yeah, they were all at Disneyland. Which is awesome. Like, imagine going... As just going to Disneyland for, you know, whether it's a vacation or just a random day, and all of a sudden you see Oprah, Reese Witherspoon, Mindy Kaling, Storm Reed, all at the park. You're like, what is going on here? Oprah, if, yeah, I'm sorry. You hit me up. I got your text. I had, I had my kids. I wanted to show up. I will gladly take the car, though. I'm still waiting for a call from Ava DuVernay. So call. I hope so, man. So call. I hope so. So call. I called. <laughs> um... Yeah, so there, there was that Christopher Robin news. We're going to get that trailer. Wrinkle in Time's doing its press. Uh, Incredibles trailer was shown again uh, to the at this convention. I believe it, they the people at this convention got new footage from Incredibles 2. Mm-hmm. Um, we're supposed to be getting an Infinity War trailer here in the next week or two as well. So uh, that's a little Marvel news for, for everyone. Um, probably brand new poster for Infinity War. Any new uh, solo stuff? Probably not right now. Um, the trailer just came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I think the next thing we get from Solo is maybe a new poster. Yeah. We sh- we'll, we'll definitely get a new Solo trailer come April, though. Yeah. Uh, maybe even sooner, maybe like end of March. Um, but nothing on the Solo front, nothing on Dumbo just yet, even though Dumbo and Aladdin both finished production here a couple weeks ago. So that's all in uh, post-production right now. Might get a Dumbo trailer come August. I'm excited for Dumbo. Yes. Definitely excited for Aladdin. Yeah. Um, there is Lion King footage ready and cut. So I'm not saying we're getting a Lion King trailer this week, next week, this month. Disney's not going to just bombard us with like... But just know that there is a Lion King trailer ready. A very teeny tiny teaser trailer. It might be the same one they showed at D23, but I know there's a Lion King cut out there somewhere ready to, to be shown. What is it, like Pride Rock? Yeah, it will, yeah, it's the Pride Lands and, you know, Rafiki holding up Simba, you know, um, and shots of like elephants and ants and zebras and all sorts of stuff. Um, I'm not saying that's what it is, yeah, but that's what it could be. Be exciting. So there's a lot of, uh, oh, Nutcracker in the Four Realms is getting a new trailer. We, saw, that, we saw a trailer at the uh, showing of uh, Game Night. Yeah, this, I'm not looking forward to this movie. I mean, why are they showing a trailer when the movie comes out? I don't know. I, I think there's other movies for Disney to market, but yeah. um, there's going to be a new Nutcracker trailer coming out in the next couple months. Um, trying to run down all these Disney movies that are coming out this year, kind of giving you guys a little inside tips. Uh, Mary Poppins Returns trailer will probably debut in May. May at the soonest. Um, but yeah, aside from that, that is it. That is it. We are are done. Andy, we are missing the Robin Williams to our Goodwill hunting. We are. We are. We we are steering the ship. We might have hit a few rocks, but I think we did okay. I think we did all right. This is my first ever podcast, guys. So, And this is my first time hosting. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Yeah. You can 
follow the Dcast on all your favorite social media sites. Please, please, please like the Facebook page. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Check out the Patreon page. Get yourself uh, some nice little perks on Patreon. It helps out the podcast, and it kind of gives you guys something neat for an incentive for joining definitely start following us on facebook if you're not following us on facebook we're gonna start doing facebook specific giveaways and we're gonna start doing youtube giveaways so make sure that you guys subscribe 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 because this is just the beginning it's gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger and you guys are gonna want to subscribe and like and share to be a part of it yeah exactly as i i can't stress enough how much it means to us when you guys subscribe, like, follow, share. And we're going to continue to do things for you guys, the listeners. So please follow us and kind of stay up into the loop. You can follow me all over the interwebs at Disney Film Facts on your favorite social media sites. You can also check out DisneyFilmFacts.com for all the latest, greatest movie news in the world of Disney. Ben, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Solo underscore and Solo uh, Co on Instagram and you can follow me on Twitter at I've been solo. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 153 of the Decast. Listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast Family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts.